Hello and welcome to the Oi Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Two friends talking fitness, mindset, business and everything else in between. We really mean everything. Expect banter, education and organised chaos. Your new podcast besties. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Oil Let's Talk podcast. So excited to be back here. I feel like today's episode is going to be spicy. A bit spicy. <laughs> oh, I'm a little bit nervous, but I also feel like I woke up this morning with absolute crackle energy, and Gemma's just having to deal with me for like the whole morning. I mean, I'm liking it. You're definitely bringing the vibe to I don't today. Know what it is. It's fun. It's going to be spicy. I'm ready for it. We are ready. So today we're going to speak about the topic in depth about are you a good coach or Ooh. are you a good influencer? And it's something that we've spoken about before privately, but I wanted to break it down more because it is a conversation mm. that I've had quite a lot, which is just around the fact that if you want to get into coaching and PT is your main thing and that's the bread and butter of what you want to do, are you giving that as much attention as you might be giving sponsored posts and the kind of marketing stuff that you can get wrapped up with online? Yeah. And I even think this extends further than just like personal trainers. Like 100%. Anyone in any kind of coaching service that's providing a service to somebody else yeah. in that aspect, I feel like, yeah, are you wanting to be more of an influencer and utilize your social media for that? Or are you wanting to actually create impact and coach people? And yeah. there's a very big fine line. Yeah. And I think that things are not black and white. There's nuance to everything. Yeah. Like, yes, if you like a brand and you promote them, which we both do, I yeah. think that there's a level to doing that. But if every single post is a sponsored post, I think that it loses the trust that your followers have on have mm. in you. And I think that it's important to be aware of the fact that you do have an influence over the people who follow you and if yeah. you want to do you want to use that for good and for educational purposes or do you want to use that for making sponsored posts essentially and I always think as well like it kind of goes back to this is going to be savage guys scared. <laughs> hear me out crackle <laughs> energy I told you but I always go back to do you know what the fuck you're talking about so for example if somebody is selling you a fucking waist trainer do you actually use them? Do you know what they do? Do you know the benefits? Do you know if they actually work? Or are you just posting it to have an influence on people or get paid for that promotion? Yeah. Right? So like if that doesn't actually align with your ethics and your morals and your values, why are you doing it? And this is what I see a lot on social media is a lot of like people getting into the coaching space, wanting to have that influence on people and thinking by taking like brand deals that don't align with them is going to help them get ahead, which yeah. is not necessarily the case. And to be honest, we've all fucking been there. Like I'm not sitting here being like, I've never promoted something that like no. I didn't love in the early days yeah. of my Instagram. A hundred percent. Like yeah. I would work with brands that I use their stuff, but I didn't love their stuff. Yeah. Now I'm very cutthroat. If I don't like the quality of your brand, if I don't use it every day, I am not promoting it like yeah. black and white. I Even if you pay me $10 million, I am still not going to promote it because it doesn't align with my values and morals. And I'm not going to sell my audience something that I don't believe in. I think there's a very clear distinction there, mm. which is one it's just, are you promoting things that you genuinely like yeah. or are you promoting things because you're getting paid to post? That's like the difference that I see. And I just think that um, to your audience are going to 
feel more safe and more um, listened to and more the connection is going to be stronger if they actually believe it's few and far between they Mm. genuinely like these things and I just think that's a better place that I personally want my um, community to go yeah Um, and speaking of do you actually like the thing that you're promoting, like I do believe when you first starting out, if people message you, you don't really know what to do, like as in people wanting to give you things mm. or promoting them or et cetera. But I did have a time I spoke to you about it semi-recently about kind of one of those moments where I was sent something and I didn't like it, so yeah. I sent it back. Yeah. And I think that that was a very clear line in the sand for me of how I want to approach things going forward. One, I only want to promote things I believe in, but this was an example of a brand that's sent me some activewear and there was nothing necessarily wrong Mm. with the activewear but it didn't flatter me I didn't really love the quality and I knew that I wasn't going to wear it and I just didn't want that that to just be wasted Mm. so I gave them feedback in a nice way I believe and sent it back to them but I think that that is really important. Like imagine me getting that and then feeling bad because they sent it to me and then promoting it and then someone that follows me buying from it and then thinking that was shit. Yeah. So I don't and want that. And then you're associated and then I'm, yeah, with that. Like, I, it's like you're vouching for it and I want the yeah. things that I vouch for and the people to be things that I g- genuinely believe in. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I want to continue to work on and I think that my audience trusts me because of 100%. that. A hundred percent. I agree. It's like going back. I'm just using waist trainers, guys, yeah, as yeah, an yeah. example because I think they're yeah but I'm just using them as example it's like if I started promoting that I need to understand that the audience and following that I have if they're younger females who are actually looking up to me or trusting the things that I'm saying that can be a really dangerous space to be in right so you want to make sure that anything that you're promoting online getting from companies it's things that are safe or things that you genuinely actually think work and are they evidence-based which is another thing I come back to and like you think about the health and fitness industry I'm just using that as a whole like there is so much trash out there yeah every day I'm faced with shit on Instagram or stuff on TikTok that I'm like that's not a thing like it's not evidence-based there's actually nothing to back it up but people are using these things as quote-unquote trends and that's where it can become really dangerous especially for young females absorbing your information and then using your discount code to go and buy something that they think they're going to get a great result with but they actually don't yeah I completely agree and I think that um, particular, you know, larger businesses that maybe promote things that we don't support. I think that they rely on naivety. Like 100%. people don't know what they don't know. Like we don't know what we don't know 100%. until we learn. We didn't know. Yeah. And I think that's the same with everything and to do with sometimes health and fitness. I'll get on TikTok and I'll see someone post something that's like, I don't know, some weight loss thing. And I'm like, that could kind of make sense because yeah. it's so believable. Yeah. Like sometimes my clients will message me and be like, oh, like I read this thing about X, Y, and Z and I actually have to go and read research articles yeah. about it because I'm like, that sounds so believable. Yeah. But then when you actually look at the facts of it, it's not. Yeah. Or there's not enough research to back up the evidence or support it. But if I didn't, like if that wasn't me who knew how to read a research article and actually sift through the bullshit, yeah. you're going to be caught out. But that's also a skill that it is. I think comes with time yeah and there is the a hierarchy of evidence I believe it's called something that I've tried to relate to whenever I do have a new bit of information yeah. I try not to blindly shoot th- things down even if something sounds wrong I'm like is there new evidence etc cetera, etc cetera. I but shoot it down I know 
But when you have One the shot, see ya. <laughs> when there's the hierarchy of evidence, it's kind of like, yeah. is this supported? What are the research articles? What are the systematic articles, yeah. etc. We could go down that whole other rabbit hole. But the point being is when we promote things and what I would love the coaches who potentially look up to us to also consider and even just open the the thought process mm. when they do have offers of things coming up, just think, what do you want to be known for yes. on your social media? Do you want people to relate your account with with uplifting, educational, empowering, or do you want them to relate your account to just like basically selling stuff? Yeah. And I think that that's all I'm trying to get across. I don't think there's anything wrong with promoting things that you oh, genuinely totally. believe. Yeah. I, that's not the issue here. Yeah. It's more so just about the frequency of doing that and also just being really clear on what your long-term goal is because if it's to be a coach and an educator – that's what you need to hammer home. Yeah. That's what you need to focus on. Yeah. And yeah. do you know how many people I get in my DMs asking for business advice? If you guys are new here, I'm a business mentor and online coach. So I get a lot of new coaches, whether they're in health and fitness mindset, whatever, yeah. coming into my DMs asking me, how do I go about like selling my offers or making more money or having wider impact or whatever it is that they have a vision for their brand? And I go on their Instagram and I'm like, you're actually spending all of your time promoting other companies. Yeah. So if you did what you did in promoting other companies, in promoting yourself and your offers that you know work, yep. that you know are going to change people's lives, that you know are going to impact people in such a good way, you actually wouldn't have trouble growing your business. No so I think it's really important when you're starting a business or if you're you know, a couple of years in and you're really struggling to grow your business, look at what are you spending your energy and time on yeah. in your business, right? So if that is being an influencer, promoting lots of brands, but then you're really struggling to promote yourself look at that and realize, okay, cool. Something needs to change here. Do I want to be known as the influencer or do I want to be known as a coach? It's even when people say to me like, oh, you're like an influencer. You've got followers. I Guys, I have fucking 14,000 followers, like literally nothing, but you have followers on Instagram. I'm like, when people call me an influ influencer, I literally die on the inside. Like I <laughs> rot from the inside out. Like I own a business. Yeah. I am a coach. Yeah. I help women yeah. change their fucking lives. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not an influencer. And yeah. I guess there's an element of influence in that, of, of course. course. Yeah. But like, if you guys ever call me an influencer, know that I'm rotting on the inside. <laughs> like I'm actually dying. I think um that topic is something we've spoken about before, yeah. and also something that when I started coaching. I think that I found it a lot easier to promote, say, people that I believed in yeah. and businesses that I liked, but I didn't give the same level of intensity to showing up to and selling you. what I have to offer. Mm. So back to that point, I think that is really common because it takes a little while to find your voice with, you know, what are you good at? Who do you want to help? What's your target mm. market, etc. But I would love people that are listening to this who are in this space to just try to give your own business and your own goals the same amount of love or more so because that's going to be your, you know, your main mm. thing that you would any other business that was to reach out to work with you. Yeah. And also when you do work with other businesses, just be picky with what it is that they stand for because whether you think about it or not, whatever you're representing is also something that you're vouching for. So make sure mm. you're vouching for things that are good. Exactly. Yeah. And also making sure if you guys are new in business and you're starting to get companies that want to sponsor you and things like that, make sure that you set the standard. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know from when I first started my business, like I was taken for a fucking ride by a lot of companies. I had to post 
X, Y, and Z, all of these things for just a t-shirt. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's like, know what you want out of it, but also set the standard. If you don't think that the work that you're putting into this company is not getting repaid or reimbursed or anything like that, it's okay to actually negotiate with companies. And that quote that resonates with me a lot is you don't pay the bills with exposure. No. And even though influencing and doing little brand things is a form of income for people it's not um gonna just cut it by someone you know you're filming editing doing all of that stuff for product for product it's not (laughs) yeah it's not a good exchange of your time especially if that's not your main source of income it can be fun and creative but you also want to be paid accordingly and don't be afraid to know what you're worth when it comes to doing things like that as well agreed yeah agreed um okay before we wrap up the episode yes because I feel like that was a deep conversation. I liked it. I really liked that. I as got well. so much to say on that topic. Same. Yeah. We could be here for 10 hours <laughs> with my crackle <laughs> energy. Um, I wanted to know life updates. Life updates going to Europe in 24 days. I've never been before. I'm Hot really girl, excited. Hot girl European summer. summer. I cannot wait. You're moving. It's moving to Bali for a month. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. I literally you. leave on Tuesday. It's in my calendar. Tuesday. By the time this episode's out, we're probably both going to be back from Europe and Bali. But That's either fine. way, regardless, Irrelevant. we're fucking living our best lives. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, I come back with a tan. Same. Even though, like, I just have recently, guys, this is like a recent update. <laughs> Not that anyone fucking asked. <laughs> I've just realized that I'm pale. Just then. Not like right <laughs> now, but I've just realized, like, in the last like couple of months, like yeah. I'm just going to be pale for the rest of my life. Like no matter well, in how much I lie in the sun, no matter how much you tanning oil, I just burn. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's just, actually I don't even burn. I just don't tan. So I've just realized I'm just never going to be tan. So the fact that I just said, I hope I come back with a tan is actually just a lie. Okay. False hope. Other than other than, other than that, that's my life update. <laughs> yeah. So moving to Bali, I've also released a new eight week, Sorry, 10 week. 10 week? Not eight week. 10 week. um, It's called the Empowered Project. It's a 10 week group training, which is awesome. If you want all the details for that, if you're listening, you can head on over to my Instagram. Yeah. Kate Morris underscore PT. But yeah, that's really about it. Yeah. I think Bali's just like taking my mind. I think the fact that we're going away has been a lot of our focus. When we get back, there's going to be heaps of things I want to do. But Mm. for now, I'm just going to focus on looking after my current clients and then having the trip of a lifetime. But you got your glute programs. Yeah, glute programs. If you want a fat, juicy ass like Gemma's, (laughs) what are you doing, guys? What are you guys? Get on this fucking Get off the podcast. Get into the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, glute program, newbie gym program. I'm full for face-to-face at the moment but you can always work with me online and I'm definitely going to do some more fun services in post August when I get back. Can we also just take like a moment of silence for the fact that we are going to be away from each other for like eight weeks or six seven weeks that's a long time that's why I'm trying to lock you down to see you on Saturday it's not going to be enough I don't know how I'm going to deal that's okay we're going to FaceTime it's not all right us saying it's all right it's not okay Anyways, guys, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for listening. You can watch us on YouTube. You can download the podcast, listen to for the new week. And always, we always appreciate your shares, tags, and follows. And we also just posted the funniest fucking thing on TikTok. So <laughs> you should probably go and check that out as well. <laughs> I actually was crying. <laughs> Alrighty, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.